We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What is up? Welcome to the uncontested podcast, kind of post-game edition. I'm your host, Jacob, joined by Justin. Well, hey, everybody. We got to watch basketball tonight. Yes, uh, uh, kind of half a basketball game. But yeah, I'll basketball, take it. Basketball nonetheless. <laughs> I'll t- it beats watching 2K streams, I'll put it that way. <laughs> there you go. So Fox Sports Oklahoma has decided to do a replay series of some of the Thunder games from this year. Uh, some of the best ones. And so they started tonight, Tuesday, March 17th, with the Thunder versus Minnesota Timberwolves game, which was originally played in December, uh, on December 6th, actually, uh, 2019. The Thunder win in overtime, 139-127. In a game that I remember as being crazy, but then re-watching it, I didn't remember it being that crazy. Infinitely more crazy. Um, I I remember the Hail Mary. I think that was the one play that that everybody remembers being part of this game. Uh, one second left, Stephen Adams heaving the length of the floor to a, a cutting Dennis Schroeder, hitting a layup to force overtime. But I forgot everything that led up to that play. Uh, and it, it was honestly mind-blowing. I can kind of like recap it for everybody uh, in case you didn't get to watch the replay. So backing up, um, you have Schroeder missing a big layup. Um, actually, you know what? Let me back up even further. <laughs> Oklahoma City. Uh, it so was a- with five minutes to go in the first quarter. <laughs> so when I was a small boy. Um, so <laughs> When I so- was still in my dad's nut. <laughs> Too far. Um, 
the this this game was really tight back and forth for for most of the game. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, Oklahoma City goes on a twelve to two run to start the final quarter. They take the lead one eleven to one oh three with about it was like five or six minutes left, I believe. Uh, they're up eight. It felt like they were going to put this thing away. I actually took a screenshot from the broadcast tonight. Because at that point, uh, they showed the Fox Sports broadcast showed that the field goal percentage in the fourth quarter, the Thunder were shooting 88% while the Timberwolves were shooting 25%. Wow. So it was just really kind of a, a dominant start to the fourth quarter. But then immediately after OKC does a 12 2 run, the Wolves go on a 16 4 run to go up two points. So at that point, uh, Schroeder goes down and misses a really easy layup. And Schroeder had kind of had an up and down game, uh, and that was not not a bright spot for Oklahoma City. Uh, then on the other end, uh, Minnesota's inbounding, and our guy Lou Dort uh, gets a big steal to get Oklahoma City the ball back while they're yeah, down. Yeah, the, the inbound was like a long pass that Shabazz Napier had in his hands. Just, just kind of right dropped through. It. Yeah, just yeah. went right through. It's like he took his hand off the ball, right, just like a wide receiver. And every coach will tell you, first guy on the floor gets the ball. And, and it's, 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 I feel like the beginning of like what we've come to know and love from Lou, Lou Dort. He hadn't played a lot of minutes. Up this was this actually his first game with the Thunder. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, even because realize that. The game after this one was the Portland game where he went up and he started, oh, I believe. Yeah. And he was locking up Dame and CJ. So this game, Dort gets that steal. And the only reason he's playing is because Ferguson was injured. Hami was injured. And Deontay Burton was suspended for trying to fight Schroeder in the locker room after the previous game. Uh, and even Devin Hall got some first half minutes. So it was yep. really kind of a, a strange It was scenario. weird to see Devin Hall and Justin Patton on the bench. <laughs> right. <laughs> it feels like a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but Dort made the most of his minutes, uh, kind of instantly cemented his place in Thunder fans' hearts, I think. But then immediately after the steal, when it looked like OKC had some hope, uh, Chris Paul misses. The Timberwolves get the rebound. Oklahoma City fouls. And yeah, it's starting foul. to feel who, like... Who do they foul there? They fouled Cat. Um, Carl Anthony Towns. And it looks like, okay, this thing is probably over. Cat goes to the line. Um, he misses the free throw. And then uh, the Timberwolves are making a substitution. And this is the infamous Chris Paul jersey. Oh wait, gate. wait, wait! You got to rewind a little bit. You skipped like did I two sections? Yeah. So they Never mind. actually they they foul Jordan Bell there. Oh, you're Jordan right. Bell goes to the free throw line, short rims the the first one just just hits it around the front of the rim. The second one, the Thunder made an adjustment, put Chris Paul on the block to get the rebound to kickstart the fast break to try to get down the court in time. Bell misses the second one. Chris Paul gets out jumped by Josh Koji, who snags the rebound off two free throw misses, gets to the ground and calls a timeout. Yes, I totally, I totally <laughs> blocked that out of my memory. This was the moment where, on the night of the game, Taylor tweeted from the account uh, proclaiming that the game was over. He said, "Koji gets the rebound over CP3. That's going to be a ball game. This one's over. Thunder lose." And from there. Cat goes to the line with 1.1 left, misses the first free throw. Uh, the Timberwolves sub in Jordan Bell, who tries to enter the game with his jersey untucked, and Chris Paul immediately starts shouting, jersey out, jersey out. They call a delay of game. That's a delay of game. You can hear it on the broadcast. 
uh, Gallo, I think, hits the free throw. Correct. And then which Kat, cut the deficit to one. And then Cat makes the free throw, which immediately launches uh, Stephen Adams' pass to Schroeder. So all of that nonsense happened in the like five minutes leading up to the absolute peak nonsense with the Hail Mary pass. And it was just, I had forgotten how much absolute absurdity took place in that fourth quarter. Yeah, it was like one thing had to happen, and then another thing had to happen, and then another thing had to happen, and then another thing had to happen (laughs) in order for the Thunder to have a chance to throw a Hail Mary pass. Right. It's unbelievable. And um, I I enjoyed this, that uh, after the game, so I went back and I listened to a little bit of Taylor's post-game podcast from that night, and he called this out. Um, Chris Paul referenced, when when talking about Adam's uh, Hail Mary pass, he referenced the game. Do you remember when the Thunder played the Rockets and Adams intentionally missed the free throw? And tapped it back to Russ for the tapped three? Tapped it back to Russ for yeah, the three? Yeah, that was three. in the playoffs. That was Chris, uh, the MVP year. Yeah. Chris Paul m- remembered that play because he was on the other end of it. And kind of referenced that with uh, Stephen Adams' ability to kind of like pinpoint things like that. Uh, So he still thinks about the play, and it came to mind for him after that pass, which I thought was kind of awesome. It's it's wild. There's just an absolute insane final 90 seconds of that game. And then Uh, you think about uh, Adams this year showing off his uh, passing ability with the Pelicans. Wasn't that the half-court shot? Yeah, that he drained against the Pelicans. Yep, where he one-handed it. Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's pretty talented. the The joke still stands. He's probably a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> probably or so, Dak Prescott. So some stats from that game, um, Justin. One thing. So so Fox Sports Oklahoma. We mentioned at the top of the of this episode, but whenever they reshowed it tonight, they like fast forwarded through a lot of positions and a lot of spots yep. and and whatnot. But. We did get to see Darius Baisley play. Yep. Right. Uh, kind of just, I was like, oh, yeah, Baisley. Um, <laughs> it's fun to watch him. He looks so, so, so young. Yeah, he does. Uh, he is also very long. And, and you can see kind of why the Thunder, um, up until games have been canceled, uh, we're kind of missing him. Uh, just kind of missing that that bigger, longer wing. Uh, so it was fun to watch him. But some stats from this game. Schroeder, 25 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Chris, 30 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds. Shea, 29 points, 2 assists, 5 rebounds. Steven, 22 points, 2 assists, including maybe the most impressive one of the year. Right. 11 rebounds. Gallo, 21 points, 3 assists, 7 rebounds. It was the first time in Oklahoma City history that they had five players with 20-plus points in a game. That's insane. And it was the first time in the NBA in over 15 years. That's wild. It's awesome. And yeah. it was a – not only that, but 30 points at that point was a season high for Chris Paul. I don't know if it still is or not. Uh, it was a career high for SGA, and it tied a season high for Steven Adams. That's awesome. It was, And they needed every bit of it. Yes. So looking back at that game, watching it tonight – a few things here. So first off, the Wolves after that game were 10 and 11. The Thunder were 9 and 12. <laughs> so the Thunder had a worse record than the Minnesota Timberwolves after this game. Yeah. And now if you look at it, uh, the Timberwolves are um, 19 and 45. <laughs> and so they the won Thunder... nine more games since, yeah. uh, since December 6th. 
And the Thunder are 40 and 24. So the Thunder won 31. Thunder went 31 and 12 after that game. And the Timberwolves went 9 and 35. That's insane. This That's was just the, wild. Uh, the flipping of two narratives, I feel like. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Now, noted Thunder killer Andrew Wiggins did not play this game. Um, the the Wolves at this point still had Jeff Teague on their team, still had uh, um, Andrew Wiggins, although he didn't play. And so it, it's just kind of interesting in hindsight going back and watching yep. and, and seeing. We mentioned the Thunder players that like weren't on the roster anymore. It's just kind of interesting to go back and watch and to see all that. Yeah, but and Teague went off. Yeah, Teague had that, 32 points. Yeah, Which he he probably hasn't done since high school. <laughs> no, probably his Atlanta days. Probably his Atlanta days. Yeah, but that's fair. but what are some things, Justin, that you saw from the game rewatching it tonight that you and comparing it to games like from two weeks ago? You think yeah. like, oh wow, like they really really changed here, or this thing's kind of the same? Yeah. One of the most interesting things I thought was Steven Adams game. You know, he's had such an up and down season and I think expectations were really high at the beginning of the season and he didn't start great, but he this started game, off very poorly actually started the season, but then this game and in a couple before it, he was playing really well. And yeah, I don't know if game. you saw the, the stat on the broadcast whenever they're replaying the game tonight, but it said Steven Adams last three games, field goal percentage, 91%. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think you got to see now cats defense leaves a lot to be desired, yeah. but, uh, it was an, it was, it was nice to see Steven playing at a high level. Uh, we've, we saw, bursts of it throughout the season but it it was never sustained and never consistent and obviously injuries played a factor but it's always a pleasure to see Steven Adams kind of playing at his highest level yes definitely this was kind of the point in the season where it really seemed like Steven started to get his groove going yeah he he finally got healthy and was was really playing at a high level so it was a lot of fun uh the three-point guard lineup at this point was already in full effect and was already murdering people yeah and I thought it was interesting, um, kind of on the flip side of what I just said about Steven Adams, SGA, I feel like he started the season well, and then he had a little bit of a regression. And I feel like this game was when he started uh, performing at a high level again. He, like you mentioned, a career high 29 points, but he had 11 of the Thunder's 17 points in overtime. Yeah, which is including incredible. that three. Uh, the floater game for SGA was, was still there back on December 6th. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but you talk about Shea and that, that lull he had. So the next Fox Sports replay is tomorrow night where they are going to show Thunder versus Bulls, that game where Chris Paul just took over in the fourth quarter. Right, right. And that game is where Shea scored like five points or something like that, and he only mm-hmm. took four four shots. Do you remember that? Yep. And it was after that game where he really like re-energized himself, became more aggressive again, and really turned it on. So was the be- next game after that the twenty 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 game, or am I misremembering? Oh, I don't remember. You might be right. Was, I have no clue. Um, I have no clue. Um, <laughs> that you're talking about after that Bulls game? Yeah. Okay. I know after this Timberwolves game that we watched tonight, uh, they went up to Portland, and, and like I said earlier, Lou Dort got the start yep. to to guard Dame and CJ. 
but I'm not sure after that Chicago one. I don't uh, think it was. So, but still stands that that Shea was was cooking at the beginning of the year. Uh, again, this game was only 20 games into the season, um, and 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 so you can just see like Shea has been pretty consistent throughout the entire year. Another interesting thing, talking about Lou Dort uh, in this game, Abdul Nader got the start for Terrence Ferguson. Yeah. Nader 30 minutes, Dort seven. Yeah, and Nader, one of three field goals in 30 minutes. And yeah. I think beginning of the season, honestly, up until probably the last month, month and a half or so, uh, Nader left a lot to be desired. But I thought he was he's playing really well uh, in the, the later parts of the season. Yeah, definitely. So the, the minute distribution, though, if they played next week, that minute distribution would be flipped. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, Lou would be getting the 30 minutes and Nader would be getting the seven. So yeah, just kind of fascinating. Uh, a lot of high minute totals in this game, obviously because of overtime, but mm-hmm. Shea played 42 minutes. That's crazy. Which means he played 37 in regulation, 37 to 48. Isn't he the, is he still the, the highest minute um, getter in the season? Min- yeah. In the NBA, he might be. I think he is. After he missed that, that Celtics game, I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but Those yeah, young he's, legs. he was definitely, definitely up there. Um, Chris Paul was still taking over in the clutch at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, we, we watched it in the fourth quarter in this game again, just all season long. That's been who he is, right? It, it is eerily similar to the Russell Westbrook MVP season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought it was interesting. There was a tweet that I dug up from that night from Brandon Raybar that said the last time CP3 scored 30 plus was back on 11 to 2018. So November 2nd of 2018. Wow. So it'd been prior to this game been over a year. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, well, Justin, before we give kind of our final thoughts and wrap this bad boy up, let's tell everybody, uh, where they can support our podcast at. You can support the uncontested by going to betonline.ag. While there's no NBA, NHL, or college basketball, you might think that there's nothing to bet on, but you'd be wrong. BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, from their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day, and all online. Sports aren't totally done, there's still mixed martial arts, and esports is on the rise, and it sounds like we might be getting uh, Korean basketball back soon, so maybe we'll get that on there as well. If you're into entertainment, you can bet on American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your new ticket to online action. I think I saw that Bet Online is going to do uh, an odds on which sports league comes back first. Yeah, they did. They released those. Oh, interesting. Uh, Who's in the lead? Uh, the best odds, I believe, was MLB, and the worst odds was MLS. Okay, well, the Major League Baseball plays in empty stadiums anyways. So. Right. <laughs> Not to be rude. I don't like baseball at all. Baseball is so boring. I like going to baseball games, but I'm not one to. The only time I ever want to go to a baseball game uh, here, if you live in Oklahoma City, you know the 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 ballpark downtown where the whoever plays think they're a farm team for the Dodgers. Does that sound right? Um. Yes. Okay. 
sometimes they have that night where it's like a $25 ticket, but it's all yeah. you can eat for all concession food. Like yes. you don't have to buy concession food. That's the only time I want to go to a baseball game. That's a good deal. I just want a two fist corn dogs. <laughs> TMI. Uh, yeah. One thing I thought was interesting when I was checking out Taylor's uh, post-game pod was how he was really emotionally torn between the Thunder winning this game and the Thunder tanking to get a better draft pick. Oh, it the was good nice. old tank days. It was nice to remember our uh, competitive tanking Competitive phase. tanking, baby. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, I'm still in favor of tanking to get that draft pick, but this game was just so much fun that, that it was good to see them, uh, especially with their struggles and kind of turmoil. It was great to see him pull this one out. And that was an awesome uh, reminder of how far this team has come this season. <laughs> you saying that makes me think of uh, the Paul Rudd meme. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? thought? I actually uh, watched that two nights ago. I've heard it's for pretty good. For the first good. time in a while. I didn't know Paul Rudd was British. What? Oh, yes. He does. He talks about that. He grew up in Kansas City, but he, he's got a lot of British ties. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, Justin, any more thoughts on this Thunder Timberwolves overtime game from December 6th, 2019? Uh, the Thunder went 36 of 40 from the free throw line, which wow. felt significant. <laughs> that's um, a lot of free throws. That's a lot. It's like and you have two James Hardens on your team. <laughs> <laughs> and Shea was 12 of 12, specifically. Uh, so lots of, lots of free like throws that. getting put in. Uh, I just... It I, it was enjoyable to watch this game tonight, um, even though I knew what happened, and even though they didn't show the whole game, I really enjoyed kind of sitting down and feeling normal again yeah. for the first time in a while. Yeah, uh, it was pleasant. Very good. Well, the Fox Sports Oklahoma plans on I I don't know how long they're going to do these. I know yeah. they have one coming up tomorrow. That will be Thunder versus the Bulls on Wednesday night, and then they're doing another one on Friday night. Although I don't remember the game. Um, but, but uh, both of those either. will come on at six o'clock. So if you are interested, I think our plan is just, we're going to watch them and do our, our typical post game podcast just to have a little bit of normalcy. So follow along with us, check out those games on Fox sports, Oklahoma. And then we will, huh, speaking of this, I just got a Reddit, uh, push notification. You should check out, uh, the Timberwolves subreddit. Uh, I think I'll pass. <laughs> They're listening. They're listening the freaking government they should have better things to do right now <laughs> so make sure you follow along with us um and and we'll just watch these games like they're new and and post game podcast about them uh, like we are right now which is is uh is pretty fun so hopefully you guys enjoy this uh, let's get some outro music and and get you guys out of here Hey, thank you guys so much for supporting our podcast. We are dedicated to trying to bring you guys fun and engaging content while NBA basketball is on hiatus. Uh, who knows? Like like Justin said, maybe we'll talk some uh, Korean basketball whenever it fires back up. Yes. Who knows? Uh, but we have some cool ideas. Some Maybe we'll do a redraft podcast, uh, some other things. So be on the lookout for all of that. We're going to try to keep regular content coming your way. Uh, you guys, please, please, please stay safe. Be smart. Wash your hands. Uh, socially isolate. Don't go out and buy all the toilet paper. Do what's best for your fellow man. And as always, thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. 
Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.